Hello, and welcome to the Today I Am Enough podcast. This is a place of vulnerability and acceptance where we discuss ways that you can learn to be empowered and to know that your worth is something that is always with you and not something that you have to earn. I'm your host, Kara Murray. Let's get started. Friends, I'm so excited to be here with you. We've had a long break from the Today I Am Enough podcast. There were a lot of things I needed to do personally. I had some health problems, which I did talk about in episode 23. I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's, and I've been trying to navigate that. Plus, I do have six kids, and like all of you, 2020 was so crazy. So having the kids home and then other things, and one child was on alternate day for a while this fall, so... I am excited to be here and excited to be back, excited for 2021, and I hope you guys have all been able to look at 2020 and really have something you can take away with you and bring into 2021 that is positive and wonderful. I know as crazy as it was to have all eight of us home all the time for a long time, my husband's still working from home and will be at least for the next four months, but having us all home was really intense some days and overwhelming for me sometimes, especially with the online schooling. But overall, it was really wonderful to just erase my entire schedule. Did anyone else love that? It was so amazing to just have that time. And so for me, I think that's one thing that I really want to take into forever is just to really cherish that time we have together and create that time. I think that's really important. So I'm excited for this new season of the podcast. We are going to be doing things quite differently. Before, it was mostly interview style with every episode, and I would do one by myself every once in a while. So what we're going to do starting today is I am going to be doing three of the four podcasts alone for the month. So the second, third, and fourth ones are just going to be short 10-minute takeaway podcasts is what I'm calling them. And that first Tuesday of the month is going to be either me by myself or me doing an interview, and it will be a longer podcast where we kind of introduce a topic for the month. And we'll introduce that topic and dive into it some. And then the three following weeks in those 10-minute takeaways, we're going to dive into the three main points from that first podcast of the month. And we're just going to internalize the things that we find that are most valuable that we can really internalize into our lives and make us better. So before we get started on today's topic, I want to make sure you guys know you need to go to todayiamenough.com and you need to sign up for your free monthly printables. So with these topics and with the 10 minute takeaways, I have created a worksheet that's going to go along with it. And on this worksheet, it's going to have questions that go along with each week that you can reflect on your own life and the things that you're going through that have to do with that topic. So This week, this month, we are going to be talking about goals, which I know is super cliche, but it's going to be awesome because I want you guys to actually accomplish your goals, not just forget about them next week or forget about them in two months. I want you guys to figure out a way to actually accomplish them every single day without feeling guilty and knowing that even if 
you fall short one day or half the day, that you are still enough and you're still doing awesome. So these worksheets are exactly that. They are a tool that you can use to internalize, to really reflect on what we talk about here at the podcast. So I hope you'll take a few minutes to go over to todayiamenough.com. And if you scroll about halfway down the page, you'll see that. Or you can also go to todayiamenough.com slash worksheet. And that will take you right to the sign up and you will just get that right into your inbox where you can download it, print it, and use that how you would like to. It's going to be so great. I'm very, very excited. So I hope you'll take the time to do that. Let's get started. So first I want you to just close your eyes. If you have a toddler, you should probably peek though because you never know what's going to happen. But just enjoy a moment. Try and find a moment to yourself and just close your eyes. If you're driving or something, then just take take some deep breaths. Everyone take a really deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. And just relax just for a minute. I want you to think about the things that you need to get done. But wait, I I don't want you to like start listing your to-do list. That's just going to make you all tense and stressed again. I want you to think about your essential to-do list. You know, those things that you have to get done in order to feel like you can keep going for the day. Sometimes it feels like the dishes and the laundry and the cooking and and all those things and the picking up after kids or helping kids with homework or whatever might be on your list. Sometimes it feels like those are the essential things. But really, the essential things are the things that help us with our self-care the very most. So what are the things that you have to get done that give you just a little bit of that feeling like you can keep going, even if it's really hard or really stressful? Is it a moment of silence before your kids come pulling at your blankets or before they come through the doors from school? Or is it meditation? Is it stillness? Is it saying your prayer? Is it studying your scriptures? Is it exercising? Is it just making sure you eat real food and that you're not just eating the leftovers off of your kids' plates? What is a need that you have that enhances you mentally, emotionally, spiritually, whatever it is, what helps you set your day or get through your day or just relax for one minute during your day? I want you to keep this list, and if you don't have a list and just your ideas, I want you to keep these ideas in your mind for just a few minutes while I tell you a story. It was a beautiful April morning, and I was at the gym. I loved going to the gym and I loved lifting weights. My Hashimoto's kind of deterred me from having to do that for a while, but it is something that I really do love. It's the way I love to exercise. So I was using a preloaded barbell and it was about 100 pounds and I was putting it back on the rack. And the rack was an A-frame and 
each of the two bars on the A-frame had like little pegs that stuck out from it so that you could put the barbell on there. As I went to go put my barbell back, my pinky on my right hand, which is my dominant hand, didn't get out of the way quick enough and it got smashed between the bar and the peg. The barbell fell onto the ground. It was pretty low to the ground anyway, so it just fell. And I looked down at my finger, my pinky, and I watched my fingernail and my finger turn black. It was a really weird sensation. <laughs> I asked someone that was near me if they could pick up the barbell because I explained that I just hurt my finger and I couldn't pick it up. I tried. <laughs> so they were kind and put it back for me and I just got my stuff and I, I went home. I was, I was kind of in shock and it hurt pretty bad. My husband happened to be awake and I was discussing with him whether I should go to the doctor or what we should do. And of course, I decided to consult Dr. Google before going to an actual doctor. And Dr. Google told me that it's actually really hard to break the tip of your finger. So we were like back and forth on whether I should go. So I got the kids off to school and it was still hurting pretty bad. It definitely didn't feel normal. So I decided just to head to like the urgent care. So I had to request an x-ray. They weren't really going to give me one because it was the tip of my finger, but I requested an x-ray and they took some and the doctor was like, well, it's probably not broken, but we'll look at these x-rays. And the first one, he was like, yeah. And then the next one, he kind of didn't say anything. And the third one, he was like, wow, so your finger is broken. <laughs> and he showed me, and it was very clear that my finger was broken. I was given a finger brace, told how long to wear it, given all the instructions and everything, and went back home. So then the fun began. As you know, the day went on and the first couple days, I realized that some things were going to be incredibly difficult to do without my pinky finger. I was learning the importance of this small little finger. Washing my hair, which at the time was more than halfway down my back, was so difficult. <laughs> Brushing my teeth manifested to be a very messy job because it had to be done with my non-dominant hand. One day I was doing the laundry, just trying to fold some of my little kids' clothes, and I was just trying to turn the sock the right side out, and I could not do it. It was so painful. I wasn't even using, my finger was in that brace, but I could not do it. And I had to rally in my family to help me. They were so great about helping me though. And all this time I felt so silly because my pinky finger was causing such a ruckus in my life. Like who knew a pinky finger was so important? I really didn't. I realized that when I was moving my other fingers, my pinky moved just a little tiny bit. So no matter what I was doing, even with that brace, it was still moving things within my pinky, causing so much pain. So life is a lot like a pinky finger. <laughs> there are small things that we can do in our lives that shift and can be changed by the things around it. So this can be good or bad. But when we take a few minutes in our day to add in those essential, non-negotiable, the other things that we do in our lives will shift. They will be affected. And most likely, they'll be shifted 
and affect it for the better. So just like when you move your, four, your three fingers towards your thumb, you can watch your pinky move just a tiny bit. When you take just a few minutes to do anything on that list that you were thinking of a few minutes ago, it's going to make a little bit of a shift in you, even if it's just for an hour or two. But that's okay, because you're going to feel a little bit more fulfilled when you take just a little bit of time. Dallin H. Oak said, None of these desirable small and simple things will lift us to great things unless they are practiced consistently and continuously. Life's not going to be perfect, and it's still going to be messy, and we're still going to forget to do these non-negotiable things that we really want to do, these small and simple things. However, when we have been fulfilled, even just a little bit, the messy becomes manageable. So when we look at these essential things, for our personal health, the small things will make small shifts in our hearts and our minds and our lives. And we need to keep at those small things and the shifts become larger and more noticeable. I saw on Instagram a photo recently of side-by-side photos and it was a ladder, like a cart, it was like a cartoon photo, but it was a ladder and it had rungs really close together. And on the other ladder, they were really far apart, so far apart, the person at the bottom couldn't even reach the first one. And so... Being able to have those rungs close together makes it so you can get up the ladder. It makes it so you can accomplish that goal. You need to have small and simple manageable things as you try and get to that larger goal. So we have to commit to try. We have to commit to standing up when we fall. Because guess what? We're not always going to do those every day. I already said that, but it's true. And we get after ourselves and we think, oh, man. I didn't do that today. I guess I'll just start again on Monday because Monday is a magic day, apparently, because we all like to start things on Monday or restart them. But if we don't do something exactly when we plan to do it, we can still do it later in the day or we can just do it the next day. We don't have to wait for a new week. We can just recommit right then. And that's okay. We just need to forgive ourselves and keep going. We just need to recognize that we're not perfect. Standing back up and trying the next day is how we keep consistent. So on the worksheet that I created, there are some questions, reflection questions like, what do you want your goal to be this year? Or what is the word that you want to focus on? And how are you going to start doing that? Why is it important to you? What are you going to start doing or stop doing to help that goal be possible? And then later this month, we're going to really dive into small daily steps that you can take because that is how you're going to accomplish your goal, any goal, even if it's just getting up and washing your face in the morning. (laughs) If that's a goal that you want, if you want better skincare, then you just have to try. You just need to find something to associate it with. A lot of times if we're trying to create a new goal, If we associate it with something else that we're always doing, then we can connect it to that and have it associated with that so we're able to remember a little bit better. So if you want to wash your face every morning and not just at night, then associate it with brushing your teeth or saying your prayers or getting dressed like, oh, I'm going to wash my face when I get dressed or right before or whatever. So kind of 
playing around with your schedule and figuring out where your goal best connects with something else so that you can have that uh, mindset of habit already instilled. So this month, we're going to just focus on those goals and focus on why we want to do them because if you know your why it's also going to help you and it just can't be like I want to feel better you need to go a little deeper than that in order for it to be really successful and one thing I learned several years ago is when you look at your why ask why again so if you're trying to eat better because that's a really general one a lot of people do in January why do you want to eat better well I want to feel better okay so why do you want to feel better Well, I want to feel better because I want to be able to accomplish X, Y, Z. And why do you want to do that? So ask yourself why three or four times and really get to the heart of that why. Because when you're at the heart of it, it's going to be so much easier to keep going. So I really also want you to go through your goals this week and this month and make those small and simple things. Try and connect small and simple things with your goal of ways that you can improve, the small rungs on the ladder. But I also want you to not judge yourself when you fall short of where you think you should be. I want you to be graceful with yourself like you would be with someone else. And I want you to appreciate the effort that you're putting into it. Just know that you're trying and that's all it is is trying. It's not being perfect at it. So I am so excited and I cannot wait to hear how this goes for you guys. I would love for you to let me know how it is and what your goals are, what your word is. I love knowing those types of things. So remember to head to todayiamenough.com slash worksheet and get the January worksheet so that you can keep track of your manageable goals that we're going to be making and that you can follow along for the next three weeks. So we dive a little bit deeper and just do a little 10-minute takeaway for the next three weeks. It's going to be so great. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like this episode, please make sure to leave a review and a comment. And I'd also love for you to share this with any family or friends who you think would benefit from it. Thank you so much for listening today. And I hope you always remember, today you are enough.